Hello and welcome to another episode of Haunted Pub Crawl. Welcome. This time we are visiting Glasgow. Um, we are moving our way down the country. Yeah, although we've done a lot. This is the eighth um, episode um, and we're still in Scotland and we've got the whole of the rest of the UK to go. So this could be a, a long one. <laughs> it could be. It could be. And we, we were speaking the other day to someone and talking about the fact that there's so many different pubs and there's every pub seems to have a massive history and such like. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, got loads to talk about. So I will start with the Saracen's Head, which is in Gallowgate in Glasgow. Yeah. So the Saracen's Head, a popular haunt of many in Glasgow's East End, is famed for its history some of which appears to disregard the gap between past and present, which is weird. Uh, built in 1775. Oh. So another couple of, couple of hundred-year-old, 250-year-old yeah. place. It's now actually across the street from its original location, so it's not where it originally was. The pub boasts an array of curiosities, including a poem handwritten by Robert Burns, so cool. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and the skull of Maggie Wall, who in 1657 became the last woman accused of witchcraft to be burnt at the stake in Scotland. Ah, nice. So some rich trauma history as well. So awesome. The pub was owned by the same family for over 100 years, and there are rumors that the previous landlord still patrols the bar from beyond the grave, as you would expect. <laughs> So the current owner, Anne McGuigan, uh, shared some of the ghostly happenings that have become a regular occurrence. Um, had a boy in from the Herald, the newspaper, and we were on the communication board, so which is the Ouija board or spirit, bo spirit board. Yeah. Spirit box. Uh, unfortunately, his mum hadn't long died. The glass kept going over to him and the boy on the board said whatever it is it wants to speak to you apparently it was his granddad it asked how his mum was and he said my mum mary and the glass went ballistic and spelled out Anne. he went short white and said my mum's name wasn't mary it was Anne." so he wow. was trying to fool everybody mm. by saying mary and in actual fact it was Anne, and the board knew that that's cool. Which is crazy because when you talk about Ouija boards, there's this thing that it's like a subconscious thing that you're subconsciously moving the glass itself. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if you and multiple people are on there and you're purposely trying to deceive the board, other people wouldn't know necessarily that his mum's name was Anne rather than Mary. And then the glass is going all mad. It's uh, it makes mm. me wonder. It makes yeah, me wonder. Yeah. Mm. Um, so Anne McGuigan, you said that she used to get the feeling someone was in the pub. Uh, we had a light above the puggy. I'm not entirely sure what a puggy is, a Scottish term. Um, and I was waiting on the electricians coming out to fix it one night. The gent's toilet is right beside the puggy. Again, I don't know. That's some part of the pub, I'm assuming. 
and felt someone walk past me, but no one was there. Then the light came on above me and it hadn't worked for 20 years. Wow. She said to herself, right, that's time I was going home. 20 years, that was mad. Yeah. And this isn't the only story linked to the haunted puggy. When you leave the bar, you switch off all the lights. But when I come in some mornings, the puggy machine is on, even though I switched it off at the wall. Now, is that the jukebox, you reckon, the puggy? I'm going to find out. I should have checked that. I just, I didn't even think about the word puggy. Also, Anne said that the other two barmaids don't like being in by themselves. But Anne said it doesn't bother her. A puggy is a one-armed bandit or a fruit machine. Ah, fruit machine. Cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Learning stuff every day. I know. It's been really good. The, the last couple, we've we've had a, a little sort of like learning session halfway through. So that's... We had to impress people like, okay, oh, you mean, you mean a fruit machine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> impress some Scottish people. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope that what we're all saying is actually right. <laughs> um, the place is still a hotbed of paranormal activity, according to paranormal investigators and previous owners. Um, and as mentioned, previous owners of the pub um, still reside there. Now, a paranormal investigator has been there, and this is word for word what his report said. So he said, there is a high spirit in Glasgow's famed Saracen's Head pub, but they are spirits of the wrong kind. The Gallagate pub, one of the oldest in the cities, is said to be haunted by a previous owner, as well as the ghost of a so-called witch who was burnt at the stakes in the 1800s, which is interesting because it's, we previously said the 1600s. So um, one late evening, we invited a reporter from the Evening Times to join us as an investigation. Outside the Gallagate was empty, except for the odd car or taxi driving through the drizzle. And at 1am, it was not a night to be outdoors, but then again, it was not a night to be looking for ghosts. The team and I set up a table to do a seance to see if we could catch the old landlord, Angus. While we were doing this, my brother contacted me, but my brother died two nights later. Wow. Yeah. We recorded a voice later on down in the cellar saying the name Timmy. Standing at the bar, I captured an orb or balls of energy, as they are known as, and we took electromagnetic field readings. As I was down in the cellar with the rest of the team, we felt cold spots coming from a corner, and it was like stepping into a fridge. The next day, at a meeting with the reporter, we spoke about the voice captured on video with the name Timmy. I'd had lots of seances, but this was a first for me. The spirit that actually had come through was that of my mum. I asked her why she was there, and she said that she was looking over me and looking out for my brother. It was the clearest voice I'd ever heard. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't automatically assume that everything we see or hear on the night is tied to astral, but sometimes you get evidence that seems to defy explanation. The voice certainly did not belong to any of the team. A paranormal investigator says that I would love to go back to the pub as it was a great investigation and one of the best I've ever done. I would love to prove people wrong about the paranormal one day. And we will keep doing investigations to hopefully capture more evidence. So that's quite weird. Mm. Now, what I've got is I've got some of the known ghosts. 
in the property. So one's Angus Ross, which is the former owner, yeah. has been seen hanging around the pub. Uh, there's one called the Skull. Spooky more than anything, the Skull sits near the bar in a cabinet just watching everybody raise their pint in a toast. And uh, this is sort of like a Skull object. There's the Silent Glider. As you stand there minding your own business over a pint, you may feel as though someone is trying to glide past you. The temperature may change or you feel a presence trying to get by. Our best advice, they have somewhere to be, just step out of the way. And the last one at the pub is called the electrician. Lights that never work suddenly flicker to life, leaving with all the lights in the puggy are off, come back the next day, and they are on, like we mentioned. So four different types of spirits that they've got in there, apart from the top shelf ones. Um, yeah, an interesting pub, and I think mm. it's got its fair share of spookiness previous owners witch history um yes you think like that light coming on after 20 years they sell like, oh it not been working for a couple of days or something it's like yeah. okay but 20 years and randomly comes back on that's yeah very that's unusual very unusual and you would think after all that time that the wires would have just like, corroded mm. um especially if they're not been working but yeah pretty weird pretty oh, weird and cool. as i say you've got robert burns poem handwritten poem in there so it's quite a rich history of of um like importance in the yeah, place yeah. so yeah ah. that's a nice one cool well for my pub this week we're going to stockwell street staying in glasgow i'm sure we'll stay in glasgow for a couple of weeks taking mm. all these different pubs yeah there's loads <laughs> this is the scotia bar currently one of the Bellhaven. Network pubs. The Scotia Bar was established in 1792. So again, pretty all getting on for 250 years again. Yeah, yeah, not far off. So there's plenty of history to draw on for this pub. It's Glasgow's oldest surviving, apparently. Okay. Well, I'm sure your pub was a bit older. <laughs> then again, it has moves. It has moves. Location, yes. yeah. So yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. So there's quite a few. Stories like your pub, including a recent spirit finds investigation, when contact was made with a long dead prostitute, prostitute named Annie. Ooh. So this is the pub. Oh yeah, wait there. I didn't. There's a picture of mine. There you go. Sorry, I didn't put that out there. <laughs> there I like. I quite like the the fascia of this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where you gone? Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> yeah, so apparently the this investigation team were able to make contact with a prostitute named Annie, who's able to move a glass with invisible fingers and make a phone ring. Uh, Doesn't say we have the answer, though, or not, though. wonder who would have been on the other end of the phone. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> The pub's manager also reports ghostly sightings of a young child who plays in a doorway. A lady in a white wimple. Not sure what a wimple is. There was another Scottish word I'm going to learn. Yeah. Scottish slang here, I think, some more. It's a cloth headdress covering the head, neck and the sides of the face, formerly worn by women and still worn by some nuns. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I know what it means. Yeah, so a lady in a white wimple who prefers to sit in the snug. 
who's pretty shy. Imagine, I mean, it's quite a specific piece of clothes. And Ooh. imagine seeing the scene a woman sat there with a wimple on. I mean, yeah. that'd be unusual straight away. And if you thought it might have been like a real person, but just seeing her wearing one of them would be pretty weird. Definitely. Quite creepy as well. There's a woman, another woman, a different one, in a green velvet dress who likes to show off her fashionable style. Wow. What to those in the pub. What year was this fashionable style? Well, yeah, I suppose. Apparently <laughs> she likes to parade up and down the pub like it's a catwalk, just showing <laughs> off to all the men <laughs> in the pub. Probably, I mean, she might have been a dead prostitute as well. Sounds like a slut. <laughs> And it wouldn't be a classic haunting. Again, about this young boy, aged to be about nine or ten. And he's said to be the son of a former owner. And he apparently, apparently likes to spend his time at the bar. Oh. I guess it's supposed to have to be sort of a family member. You don't usually see kids in hanging out at the bar. Unless they, <laughs> uh, unless they well, not work there, but it's like the, the kids of the owners or the manager or whatever. That's how it used to be, though. I know when I was going to the pubs when I was like 18, 19, if, if it was a family-run pub, you'd see the kids running around the back of the bar and mm. that kind of thing. Yeah, it's always like on Emmerdale and stuff, you always see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's... For all the people in the 20th century and not in the UK, that is a soap opera in the UK called Emmerdale. <laughs> Set in a country in, in Yorkshire. Yorkshire, countryside in Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah. We may come across. We, we may head head there. It might be a haunted pub in Emmerdale. The Woolpack. Absolutely, Wolfpack. the Woolpack. Yes, there's lots of pubs called Woolpack. Yeah, so we may come across a haunted one or two. There. So that just reminds me. Just going slightly off topic. Um, not like you, we weren't anyway. No, no. <laughs> Talking about Emmerdale, American Werewolf in London. Do you yeah. remember the name of the pub that the, the no. blokes went to? Slaughtered Lamb. Oh. So if nice. you ever see a Slaughtered Lamb pub, chances are that's, that's got some kind of weird... Anyway. Cool. That's good. <laughs> we'll have to go there anyway, the Slaughtered Lamb. Yeah. So there's a couple of TripAdvisor reviews with this pub. Awesome. Uh, one from Massachusetts, actually. So some American tourists coming over to Glasgow. And they went there because it's supposed to be haunted. Okay, cool. That's why they were drawn in. But they didn't have anything happen, unfortunately. Oh, oh you bigged that up a little bit and then <laughs> knocked it's it the, down. It's the reason they went into the pub, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and similarly, a couple from New Zealand, even further away, came there. And they, they went there after a local guy told them to pop in because there's a ghost that lives there and they're able to move glasses. But again, they didn't experience anything either. <laughs> so it's nothing. It's getting some business in there, which yeah. is the pub, the pub trade needs at the minute. It's uh, been a bit of a dying industry for a while. Mm-hmm. Lots of pubs closed up and down the country. Yeah, uh, especially after COVID when lots of pubs struggled and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm all for it. Let's get let's get into all these haunted pubs and yeah, support them. Yeah, there's um there's a pub close to me, which I imagine we'll try and get to on our journey. And it actually is advertised on like um a sign on the main road that says friendly ghost. <laughs> nice. 
Cool. So that's uh, a couple of pubs for Glasgow, and I'm sure we will be back next week. Absolutely will be.